0: hello and welcome to Bipolar thoughts my name is steven and i'll be your host okay so today we're gonna have my girlfriend asha on the show she's gonna be answering some questions about all kind of shit so asha why don't you introduce yourself
1: hi i'm asha
0: um (laughs) why don't you tell us why don't we start off with you telling us a little bit how we met
1: (laughs) well we met Three years ago on tinder as as you do um during a pandemic and trying to meet people (laughs) maybe not the best way to have done it but you know it worked in our favor um but yeah we met on tinder and started talking i messaged him because he had a picture with a quote from um a song that i knew and i was like is this from that song and he said it was um and then we just started talking about all kinds of things mostly music and it was and it still is really not creepy that's the wrong term but like our music that like we both grew up with that like i loved because music which was, was such a big thing for me when i was in like middle school and high school then I mean, the music is still big for me now too but like every all of the bands that like seriously got me through all of that overlapped with the same bands that he grew up with like bands I didn't even think anybody knew about he knew and you know we met in person and sorry mom and dad sorry Kathy and Dennis (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Um, we hooked up and then we started dating and that was pretty instantaneous we probably should have maybe actually dated for a little bit but we met and within a week we're basically living with each other
0: yeah would you say those first two weeks were intense yes <laughs> how
1: um just it was it was intense in like a good way it was I was I, I guess some backstory is I had gotten divorced well I was in the process of getting divorced when we met it hadn't been finalized but I had been separated from my ex for over a year um at that point and I was starting to date again and I'd Had been in a. My ex and I were together for 13 years, so I dating and was not really something I ever really did because I met him when I was 19 and just that was kind of it. So this was all new to me. Um, But where was I going with that? I don't even know. (laughs) I swear. See, we both have ADHD and that can be a problem sometimes. Um, But yeah, we started um pretty much living together it was intense because it was so new and just i had never felt like the way that i felt like he, with you still don't like it's a different kind of relationship that i've had before and i mean i felt very much connected and like it was kind of meant to be i felt like i had asked the universe for particular type of person like a partner and you matched almost all of it and I felt very much like it was just the way it was supposed to be so it I knew it was fast but I almost didn't care because it was I just I felt like I found my person so how um, was it
0: intense like like bipolar wise
1: well you were honest with me from the get-go that you were bipolar and I mean I have had bipolar people in my life before. I had two very good friends who were bipolar, um, and so I kind of knew the what to expect a little bit. Um, my friend Ari, her, her bipolar is slightly different. I think she's one of the other types, um, but I kind of knew that you what to kind of look out for for what was like a mania or a depressive phase. Um, I will say that I don't think I really recognized the mania until we were about a month into dating. And when the like newness of our relationship started to wear off a little bit for me, um, I mean, it was still exciting, but the intense part came from just you wanting to go out all the time. Um, And at the, at the time we met, I had ended a job, a long-term job and had been, planning to look for a new one but also kind of wanted to take a little time off from working um just to enjoy life a little bit so we were and he was just in school so we were going all over the place i think we went to all the different areas in where we are and We were going to Greenville every other weekend. (laughs) Like, we were just all over the place. And it finally got to a point after, like, two weeks straight of us never being home. (laughs) I was like, I need to not. We need to just dial it back and be inside people for a little while. Um And I mean, you were pretty, I would say for the first three months of our relationship, you were more in a manic phase than you were in um, a low phase. I don't think the low phase has really happened much that I remember right away. Um, But I do remember when you did go into the low phase, it was, that was a little bit of a shock because I had never really been around that part of it with the other people in my life too, too too much um so i know that that was a little hard for me because you were really despondent and just you wouldn't
0: okay sorry about that our dog was <laughs> going fucking ape shit in there
1: uh, um, he
0: does that sorry if but, you hear him that's just what happens he loses his shit. <laughs>
1: um but yeah so you were just kind of really despondent like and you nothing i said was kind of breaking through to you and you i just remember you not getting out of bed for like two two whole days and i just really didn't know how to best help you with that because for me i i just i'm i hate to say this but i'm a fixer i just want to fix it i want to make everything better and do whatever i can to help you through it that's
0: i think we both of us are just
1: you know more of a nurturer than i am anything else and so that was really hard to to not be able to breakthrough to you during that um but i don't think it lasted more than like two to three days i think at most it was three days it wasn't long yeah my
0: depressive phases i don't think usually last more than a couple of days my manic phase will fucking last for a, a while or yeah. a can but my my depressive phase they used to last a lot longer which is kind of what i wanted to ask you about like do you remember the difference or can you tell me the difference between when i was unmedicated and like now when i am medicated oh
1: yeah it's leaps and bounds different i mean because like i said that first six months of our relationship was you unmedicated and you were very much up and down um when you were up you were real up but you were also a lot more quick to i guess what i never realized was that mania isn't just happy go lucky all the time it's also just up and like you would be high energy but then if you were upset about something you were like high energy angry (laughs) high energy irritated high energy you know what i mean like so like your irritability was a lot different than what i i had thought or knew about for being bipolar so i know like unmedicated you were a lot easier to jump to from zero to 60 pretty much um when it came to being irritated or upset or angry or anything like that. Um, and then also, like, your your paranoia was a little intense. <laughs> <laughs> that's, um,
0: so that, that's the thing. Like, people with bipolar, it's hard to, like, maintain a relationship with, with anybody, mostly specifically, like, romantic relationships because... Or, like, long-term relationships because, that like, a lot of people can't handle that. Like, they can't handle that fucking, like they can't handle the ups because it's so intense and they can't handle the downs because the downs are like i mean you just you you can't it's just hard to handle it's just a hard thing to handle so I, I don't know um so what's it been going like with all these medic like do you okay so like all the medication changes has it been hard to handle like I don't know how to explain that but like like lithium for example like
1: I did not like you on lithium. Right. I mean, it's just the different medication changes. It's been, I guess, it's been a process for sure trying to find the right ones that have worked for you because, I mean, what you started on to what you're on now is is different. And, I mean, when you were on lithium, that was, I think, the worst one because you were just like a zombie. I mean, there were no happy, there was no sad. It was just... Despondent, almost not despondent. That's not the right term. Like,
0: was that a fucking airplane? No, or it's a motorcycle. A motorcycle. God damn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Fucking> Distractions.
0: <laughs> well, and they're this shit um, too. So that's just fucking. Thanks a lot, douchebag.
1: What was I saying? Not despondent. Um, kind of. It, it was like I don't give a fuck times a hundred, because yeah. you were very much didn't care one way or the other it was very just one base thing which i'm sure for some people is good but for for you like you just didn't seem yourself at all
0: yeah i think that baseline though is a different kind of baseline like i think like that i don't give a fuck melancholy like
1: melancholy that's a good word for it yeah
0: like i think that is a little bit different from like w- when you when when people say baseline i think people mostly think more like even killed, you know what I mean like well
1: you were even killed, but not in a good way right
0: but I don't I think that's what I mean more it's like when a doctor says like well especially when a doctor says like uh, like you're you're like they mean like the middle of the road that you're not like you're not up you're not down but you're just kind of like that even middle yeah middle part
1: um but I would say like it and just different You've been on a couple different ones, like, I forget which one it was called, but you were on one where it just made you so irritated, like, it didn't matter, like, you could have had the best day, and one tiny, itty-bitty little thing would have set you off in an intense way, and, I mean, I don't mean to say, like, you're, like, raging, I just mean, like, you become kind of a dick when you're irritable. Well, and, <laughs> I, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to argue with that. I mean, I can be kind of a dick anyway. But. I mean, this
1: is true, but you're you're a lovable dick 99% of the time. <laughs>
0: Except when I'm irritable.
1: Except when you're irritable.
0: Um. So, like, now that we know some of the diagnosis, like, like ADHD, do you find a... Goddamn dog. Again, the hound. <laughs> okay, where were we? I don't remember. Um, I know, fucking ADHD. <laughs> that's what we're talking about. And yeah, like ADHD. Okay, so now that we know some of the diagnoses are like what they are, do you find it's easier to say, okay, that's just like, like that's just bipolar acting up. Um,
1: I mean, some of it, yeah. Sometimes, I mean, I. To be fair, it's uh, your. I know that. N- Logical, Asha knows that most of whatever's going on with you has nothing to do with me. But my own insecurities, like, play into some of your moods sometimes. And as much as I know, it's probably just your bipolar or just, a you know, something else that's irritating you. I don't really know. It's just, but, like, when you shut down and don't talk, I... It's harder for me to know, okay, is this just... A low part, or is this something that he's upset with me about? Or, right. and it, that's been a little hard to differentiate um, sometimes. But that's more, I think, my own well, it's not health like, issues. It's not like I'm very you.
0: good about like opening up about talking about shit either. I'm not a very.
1: I mean, you've come leaps and bounds since we met. I will say that. Yeah, but I'm not. Very,
0: but, I mean, true. But I mean, I guess I chalk that up to therapy, probably. Yeah, but probably. <clears throat> but i'm not i'm still not a big like emotional sharer no. talker about <laughs> my feelings
1: which is the complete opposite of me <laughs> where i just want to talk about my feelings well i don't want to talk about my own feelings i'll talk about your feelings all the live long right day, no that's
0: that's the same but i don't yeah. want to
1: talk about my feelings right no
0: I, i'll don't no yeah i will
1: no you don't want to hear about my feelings you just don't like feelings whether they're my own or yours <laughs>
0: true <laughs> true i'll problem solve for you but, but not a feeling no. i'm not a i'm not a touchy feely guy not at all
1: which is so funny to me that that's how who i ended up with because i am such a touchy feely person and i like crave the touchy feely and it's been a struggle <laughs> was, and you're lucky that, that actually, i love you that's actually my
0: next question is how do you navigate those challenging moments like well, the like the question is especially during depressive moments. But like, how do you how do you how do you get around those the, like that? How do you get around that?
1: I'm, I don't understand the question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so I'll just ask you the question, and then okay, we'll just ask the question. Like, how do you navigate the challenging moments? Like, oh was, yeah,
1: like okay. Well, I just try to kind <laughs> of be aware that. It's probably not something that I can really control or help with, but if I can just be there for you and be supportive, that's going to be the best way to deal with them. Um, sorry, I just got distracted by my watch. <laughs> Uh, The laundry watchers. It uh, yeah, says I the know. washers are done, and we already did that. We swapped our laundry about 15 minutes ago, but regardless like squirrel brain right now in my head um but i guess like just trying to be supportive <laughs> um just trying to be supportive for you, say you squirrel brain all i can
0: think of is over the hedge <laughs> and the
1: fucking squirrel is like no <laughs> no you know what i think about? more of the movie up where it's just like that dog who's just like squirrel squirrel oh, no I, squirrel. I think
0: of the actual squirrel <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. what was Okay, go back. Person. What
1: was the question? <laughs> um,
0: like, how do you navigate the challenging moments? Like.
1: I just try to be there for you the best I can and just support. Be like, I try to just let you know that I'm there for you. And that in, at first I tried really hard to like, um, help you fix it find out i tried to pull out whatever the problem was but over time i realized that you don't know 90 percent of the time what the problem is no and once i kind of understood that i kind of backed off trying to fix it i still try to fix it sometimes but i try to give you space i try to give you you know just let you know i'm here but i will say you've gotten
0: better about that like
1: up your ass
0: right i mean well mostly just like if i tell you like like, I'm just stressed the fuck out, let me be stressed, you're like, okay, I'll just let you fucking be stressed for a little while, <laughs> you know what I mean, and just kind of giving me that space to, like, to be frustrated or mad or, because or... the thing is, like, most of the time, I'm not, like, I don't mean to be a dick, it's just I'm pissed off about something, and yeah. you just kind of come in at the wrong moment, and you're like, hey, what's wrong, can I help you, what's wrong, Can I, <laughs> what can I do for you, and I'm like, leave me the fuck alone for a minute, yeah, you know what I mean, <laughs> And I don't mean that to be in a mean way. I'm just like, I just, before I say something mean or or to you, I just would rather, like in in a regret, like I would regret saying something mean, but in the moment I wouldn't be able to stop myself and then I would feel shitty afterwards. So to cut that off, I'm just like, just leave me alone for a minute or it's going to, it could be bad, you know?
1: No, I know. And I mean, I just have to remember that it's (laughs) not something you can control. And I think a lot of people don't understand that if they're not consistently around or with someone who has bipolar because to a lot of people they think that you can just change your mood like if you're in a bad mood be in a better mood but that doesn't happen for you like i'm very aware of the fact that this is like a chemical imbalance in your brain that it's like it is a disease it's not something you can control and even with medicine it's
0: still like it
1: well it's never going to go away it can be managed but, right,
0: but even it's still going to come through, even with yeah. even with medicine. I think a lot of people think, like you're right. I think a lot of people think, oh, well, you take medicine though, you should be, you should be. I've fine gotten now. a lot
1: better at knowing what your triggers are, or at least kind of not necessarily what your triggers are, but kind of you know knowing. Than I do. I do. <laughs> I'm I'm very aware. I guess that's I've always been, and I know that a lot. Like I don't, I don't know if it's just my intuition or me just being attuned to other people, but like. I do, I am so aware of like what kind of does set you off, or what the telltale signs that you're going towards one phase or the other. Um, Like, you have tells for sure. Um, And there might not be something, like, it might not be something that anybody else would notice. But I would just because I'm so aware of, like, how you are in your day-to-day. And, like, one tiny little change in your mood and I know something's off. And it's then it's more me trying to figure out, well, is this a phase? Or is this just him having a bad day? Or is this did something happen that's he's like what you know is it a good just a good day or is it mania like you know right. what i mean like yeah. so it, it is a little challenging sometimes trying to figure those out But for the most part i feel like i'm pretty good about kind of knowing what to expect and i think that's helped me in dealing with the different um changes
0: so like can you can you describe what it's like when i'm manic um that ties into that
1: So, I would say when you're manic, I mean, our sex life gets, like, infinitely better. Again, (laughs) sorry, Mom and Dad and Steve's parents. Uh, No, you don't. Just wear earmuffs for that part. Um, I mean, it does. That's how I, I mean, that is your biggest tell, is, like, you're a lot hornier uh, all the time.
0: Um, My mom's going to hear this and be like, oh, fuck.
1: (laughs) Well, you said in another podcast that you're, like, you d- talking about when you're, man- when you're manic and yeah. sex stuff. Um, but yeah. She just, might have just, over that. <laughs> well, we can just tell her to skip this part. I don't know, but yeah. that I mean it's a big part of how I know. I don't right. I no, mean yeah. it is. It's probably your biggest tell. But like I also like when you start like I am not a morning person and most days he's really good cuz he gets up significantly earlier than I do. Most days he knows he'll have my coffee ready and he'll give me like 25 minutes before he comes in the room other like to the living room to talk to me he like tries to like give me that space in the morning when he's manic that does not happen <laughs> i wake up and because he's been up for several hours he's immediately like oh let me just talk at you really fast about anything and it's like sometimes I'm like okay dude just slow the fuck down you know so that's a tell usually is when you're more like raring to go in the mornings I mean you're up before me but you're right. a lot more chill most days right. <laughs> but when you're m- manic it's like I need to just speak to somebody like you're just yeah, I'm not right really there, talking right, to you. you know, I'm just talking. Yeah, you're just talking. You get more talkative. You go into a lot more detail about things. Like, I sometimes it's things I don't really give a fuck
0: about. I <laughs> know.
1: Especially first thing in the morning. But, you know. Um, I just smile and nod and say, uh-huh. "aha," <laughs> Like, try to listen the best I can. Um, I would say, too, you, you are more... the. I would say the more... The not happy parts of mania is that like you feel like you need to be going all the time and so and when I say that I mean you if you're not like if your if your schedule isn't when you're manic if your schedule isn't jam-packed you don't know what to do with yourself and so you get I antsy I'm like that
0: all the time and anyway, you
1: are but not not as bad as when you're manic like yeah. if you're manic and your schedule only has like two things in it and you have downtime, you don't know how to handle the down. You're antsy. You're yeah. all over, and then you get irritated. Yeah. And that's what causes the irritation a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, you're manic, and you're up, and you're on it, and on, like, on one. And yeah. it's that, that Not be like a little... Not, like, drunk f- on one. No. Though, right? <laughs> I just mean, like, you can go off on a rant for 15 minutes, right. and, like, you know, and just sometimes it's a lot, but... It doesn't, since being medicated, I would say your phases are pretty, neither phase seems to last a ton, like really long. A couple of days at max, usually maybe a week, um, for mania anyway. I would say mania lasts longer than the, the down. Um, usually, you know, when you're manic, you're, you can be very peppy and social and all those things. I mean, you're not, social social but you're more social than normal yeah i gay. would say when i'm
0: manic that's like the only time that i'm really like i would say honestly because i when i was younger i was like a really big social but i was probably manic most of that time yeah i was probably manic as fuck for a long time yeah. when i was a kid i mean I, yeah there was i was probably there's probably reasons for that yeah like illicit illegal reasons for that yeah <laughs> <laughs> But we won't go into that. I in know, you're sober
1: you? now. It's fine. Yeah, right. Um, but but
0: I, th- I think I was. I, like, And now I think that that's the only time that I really feel like myself is when yeah. I'm manic. I think most of the time. Like, like I feel like I'm not manic and I'm not depressed all the time when I, because I'm medicated. But I think when I feel like the most me is when I'm manic. Yeah. And I think that's because when I, growing up I was used to being i was manic i think most you know most of the time i mean i definitely went into depressive phases you know i think high school is definitely middle school and as a kid i showed symptoms of it but i think in high school looking back on it is really like really jumped up yeah you know like ramped up um and i think because i was so used to being manic i think that's why like now why i feel most like myself whenever i'm manic yeah because it's most recognizable to me. Yeah, that makes I mean, sense. No,
1: that does make sense.
0: On the other side of that, what is it like when I'm de- like, what's it like when I'm depressed?
1: Um, when you're depressed in a down phase, because I think that there is a slight difference between your d- when you're just down, like having a bad day, right? Depressed versus can't get out of the bed. Depressed. Can't, can't like down phase, down phase. Um, because you know when the kids left, you were. You hit a depressive phase, and then you got out of it, but you were still down, but it wasn't a down phase. Does that make sense? That was, I think, just normal depression. Right, I was just (laughs) sad. Just sad, normal sad. Yeah. But, um, you, it's, I would say when you're, when I know you're on a down is, like, if it's, if they're, like, if you go, like, it's just a, like, there's almost like a physical change. You just seem, you, Eeyore. I hate, like, that's a good example of it. You, like, physically, like, you're, when you're in a good, either manic phase or a regular baseline phase, like, you put effort into how you look. You try to, you like to dress up more. You feel more comfortable when you're put together. You, but when you're depressed, you don't care. You typically, like, don't take care, not, like, not that you don't take care of yourself, but, like, you,
0: no, my hygiene goes
1: to yeah. shit. Yeah, you shower less. <laughs>
0: my hygiene goes you to That's out. typical, Only sweats. though. Like that's a that's a you depressed. Like, that's a, a bipolar. You're typical sleeping symptom,
1: though. You're in bed for like you take a lot of naps, but your but your nighttime sleeping doesn't change. Right. I, I will say that your nighttime sleeping doesn't change whether you're manic or not.
0: I'm just fatigued. more, yes. I think
1: like you, you almost turn in on your hunch into yourself a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm just tired. Yeah. yeah, and you also you don't talk. Like, I mean, you don't, like you said, you're not the most talkative person all the time, but like, it's, it's a different, you don't talk. It's like a, and if I ask you something or a question, your answer is always, I don't know. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And it's like, you can tell a difference in your voice and the tone of your voice. And it's just, you, you kind of just sit there. I mean, (laughs) we could be watching your favorite show and you just don't care. And, you know, like it's, You just, it's that, like, infinite sadness feeling that I get from you when you're in those phases.
0: How does that make you feel?
1: It makes me sad, and sometimes it makes me feel, like, shitty because it's, like, I don't know how to help you. I know, and like I said, Logical Asha knows that there's nothing I can do to to help you but just be there for you. But I do take it personally sometimes. I don't mean to, but that's my own insecurity because I want to make you feel better because I love you. Um, so it's hard to watch sometimes, but like, I just know that I have to just give you your space and let you just be, and that just give it a couple of days and you'll move, you'll move out of it.
0: Okay. So how do you like, how has that impact? How has that impacted our, our relationship like on a deeper level?
1: Um, I mean
0: like all of this, like how does it all, I guess
1: impact our relationship well yeah. I mean it definitely does in that it's it is you have to stru- as a partner you you have to strive like as a partner to someone who has bipolar you have to strive to really be committed to it because it you're not gonna have like all these I mean nobody has easy days right. all the time but it's a little different like it's a commitment to like stick through it and like know that it's not always personal that it's not always anything you can control and like it's it's work but like you're worth it and I know you hate when i say that but you are um, but yeah it's just you have to want you have to want to be in it and it's it's more cha- it is way more challenging than i think for a non neurodivergent person or a person who has, doesn't have a type of mental disorder or um, anything like that.
0: You definitely have one. Oh, have I know. No, you definitely have one. You have ADD or ADHD for oh, sure. I know. I know. It's undiagnosed. We know.
1: No, but I you know. have it. There's, there's no question. I mean, I have depression too, a little bit. and I have a definite anxiety disorder, like for sure, because yeah. I get anxious like nobody's business. But. Like it's,
0: I think you get stressed out,
1: well, I and do, that but causes
0: your anxiety.
1: Yes and no. Sometimes I'm just anxious to, out of nowhere, but yeah, that's I just true. Don't tell you about it. No,
0: you, I can tell. <laughs> I can tell sometimes, you, and that you it's you can tell. You have your tells. You're pretty easy yeah. to read too, but I don't. I don't know. I lost my train of thought.
1: But I think it just it does impact our relationship because you it's learning to work around it it's learning to love someone through the the different ways that you are i mean it can be really hard there's definitely been some hard moments in our relationship that like i you know made me like question like am i able to get through this am i able to push through it and for him and for me and i think i you know i mean obviously i've chosen yes every time those thoughts have come through i mean you and i have been you know what situations i'm talking about like where there's been nights where we've gotten into fights and like we packed a whole fucking suitcase like that it just it it's learning to work through it and to stick through it and to choose to be in it like i feel like i i choose to be with you like i have to choose to be with you in order to make this work does that make sense yeah
0: no right I think that's any relationship. Though. It is, but it I think is. I think it's a little like. I think it's a little extra for for people with like yeah. for you. I think I think you have to work a little harder at it. Yeah, you know, and then what's I, so what's shitty is that like, I feel like you have way more weight than I do,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like that you you.
1: Oh, like, I carry more weight. Yeah,
0: like, you have to work harder at the relationship than I do, because, like, I require more attention. I require more, like, I require a lot, because I am a lot, and it's just, it's a lot to have to deal with somebody like me, and, but for me, on the other side, it's not, like, you're you're a lot easier, you know what I mean? So, it's, like, I, like I feel guilty that you have to put up with me and all my shit, and that, like... That you have to work as hard. Does that make sense? It
1: does. It's like, I feel
0: shitty about that. I
1: know, but the thing is, is that it's, it's not, you shouldn't feel shitty about it because it's a choice I make and obviously by me choosing it, it means that I'm in it. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not, it's not like you're my last resort. Like you are the only person, like that's not why I choose to be with you. I choose to make it work because you're you. And I love you. And I love the way that you love me. And I love our relationship. And I know you just cringe. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't like to hear these things, but I like to tell them to him all the time, just maybe with the hope that one day it'll stick in his brain.
0: I mean, it sticks. I just don't like to hear it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it's just, it's... I don't know. Maybe I... I think, and maybe I do, I think I like the chaos of it a little bit. I mean... I think that it's... I mean,
0: I, I can imagine that it's fun. It's not It can dull. be fun. It's not dull. <laughs> it's
1: not dull. And, I mean, does it suck sometimes? Yeah. Yeah. Have there been some really hard times where it's like, what are we doing? Yeah. But, like I said, I don't know. There's just something... When we met, I... And the sound like I know this sounds hilly and people are gonna be like you know how do people just know I don't know I just knew I felt it in my bones that like this was it this was this was all I needed and so because I know that it makes it easier to fight through it for me
0: what advice would you give to others who are in a relationship with someone that has bipolar
1: um, I would say definitely if you don't, if you have had no experience with it or don't know anybody who has it, educate yourself a little, look it up, read about it.
0: Yeah.
1: And if, if, if you can, if you have um, the means to talk with a therapist, um, I'd have a therapist cause it helps. Um, I mean, I say that not having one right now, but I've also been through a lot of therapy. So I was able to take those tools that I already had, um, into this. But patience, knowing that it, it, you know, try to remember it's not always you. Don't take that on personally. Um, That was a big one for me was to learn to let go of taking it personally. As I said before, like I still do sometimes, but for the most part, I think I've gotten a lot better at not taking it personally. Um, And just know that that all you can do is really just support them through things. I mean, our relationship's a little different because it's not... I can't say, had we met when you were younger and just, you know, going through different like phases, I don't know that we would have stayed together because like the thing is, is like part of what makes us work now too is that you are sober. And like, so I know that addiction can be a really big thing for people who have bipolar. And if that's who your partner is, just try to get them help, but know that the only they're the only ones that can help themselves when it comes to that but that that took me a long
0: time to learn yeah
1: like on my own like so i can only really you know say advice from a person who's with someone who is sober because i feel like to be with a person who has bipolar and an addiction is a lot harder not saying it can't be done i think it definitely can be um i mean i feel like that makes you a saint though a little bit um, what being with somebody who has an addiction and bipolar oh yeah no
0: for sure <laughs> any of you stick around no
1: yeah
0: <laughs> for sure like. um
1: but like i just i'm getting off topic here but i guess i'd more advice just try to just be patient don't get upset with them for things they can't control although i mean for us it's it's easier because like they're you're, the typical like manic behavior you you haven't had much of like you're not crazily spending money you're not
0: no having I'm like risky the sex of that now I'm like you know what
1: I mean like so like I think it'd be different if like you were kind of do it like I think being medicated helps a lot I think that's why you're not making all those like impulse decisions so that does help um, I would encourage your partner to work with a therapist. Uh, or a mental health professional if they're not medicated because I think being medicated really helps <laughs> for this um you can definitely do it without it for certain types of bipolar I, I think the one that you have Steve is one that needs to be medicated I don't oh, think
0: yeah no, um, I cannot go without medicine
1: I mean my good friend my good friend Ari she is unmedicated but she also has a slight different. I forget which one she has, but it's not the same as you. Um, but she also did go through a lot of intensive therapy to get to where she could manage it without medication. Um, so I would say like, just if your partner hasn't even, if all they have is a diagnosis, then just encourage them to stick with a mental health provider and to work through it and, um, maybe even have, see one yourself if it's, you know just to get some tools on how to deal with it and just you know
0: i would i think be a part of it like be active mm, be active is, in it. is a big part yeah. of it i think is kind of what proactive you, yeah too. You're right like um, learn the signs and symptoms and the, yeah. the triggers and shit and and know that that's what's know yeah. with know the storm before it's coming
1: yes that you know that I mean? definitely helps i would say too like communication communication yeah. between your partner and yourself um, you know whoever else your support system is and
0: learning that communication yeah. learning how to communicate because people with bipolar, I mean I don't know about everybody about I know me personally it's hard for me to communicate especially like most of the time I don't know what I'm going through like I don't know how I'm feeling I don't know anything like that. I know we need to go get the laundry I'm but sorry. Just- any, I don't know how to explain those things, and so it for a lot of people that can be frustrating. So I think it's important to just kind of like take a breath, take a step back, and just understand. Well, they don't know what the fuck they're going through, so how the hell am I supposed to understand what they're going through? You know, and not just just not get frustrated with yeah. it. Um. So yeah, I think that's I think that. Was and a just good
1: thing. take make sure to. <clears throat> and I don't, and I mean, I'm bad at this, but I'm getting better at it. Don't throw everything you have into this other person. Because you're gonna be the most beneficial to your partner if you're also taking care of yourself. Right. If you don't just throw everything you have into bettering the other partner because You'll never be able to completely do that because this is not a disease that gets better. Right. It can be managed, but it's never going to go away. And the quicker you realize that and kind of remember to take care of yourself, too, and protect yourself, too, I think is helpful. Because there are times where, like, I've had to, like, be like, no, I can't do what you want to do right now. Like, I know that you are, you know, think it's this great big idea, but i knew enough to like step back and like kind of protect my own energy if you will a little bit because if you're out of i guess the analogy is if you're out of spoons or if you're you've given everything all of your energy to this other person then you can't help them any like it just it's gonna deteriorate your own self and then you're no good like you're no good to being able to help them and you're no good yourself and that's kind of like not a good healthy way to be about it so i would say just take care of yourself too make sure you're taking time to take care of yourself and you know when you're able to do that then you can better be there and be supportive to your partner
0: no i agree we need to go get the laundry mm-hmm. because that's my alarm true. went off and it's we need to go get the laundry okay so i'm we gonna cut go this off okay okay yeah all right thank you for doing this for me um i appreciate it. If people it.
1: have questions uh you know send them send them in and we'll answer them
0: yeah maybe you can answer some of them mm-hmm. that'd be cool I'd,
1: i feel like that'd be way more because like this is great just having prompt points but like i don't know how to best like answer some of them well <laughs> i think if people
0: i think if some people like had questions and they sent them yeah. in, we could sit down and have another one and answer some yeah. of the questions that way i think that would that'd be, kind be of good cool. yeah Alright, let's go get this laundry and be done with it. (laughs)